Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Superficial Magic. I'm your host, Megan Granger, and today I have somebody with me that I am so excited about. I don't even know what to do with my face. Like, I can't (laughs) believe it. Um, She is an actual real live witch. She's an actress, an amazing actress, actually. I've seen you on a show, but you go by Tosca in this realm of witchcraft and you are with me today to talk about all things witch. So welcome, Tosca. Yay, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me. And you're actually going to have a workshop the 29th of October, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to come to it. Can you tell us a little bit about it for any LA? Yeah, definitely. Um, so my friend has this, an amazing art gallery, and she asked me, like, hey, would you like to do something for um, Samhain? which is like the pagan term for Halloween. Um, So I'm going to be leading a potion making workshop and going to be helping people with um, coming up with some fun rituals for Samhain. Oh my goodness. And Samhain, am I saying it right? Samhain. Samhain. Mm -hmm. That's, I I read about it a little bit online. It celebrates the end of things, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we're moving into the time of year where you're supposed to let things go and let things die um, metaphysically or Mm -hmm. physically and kind of move on. Is that correct? Totally. Okay. Okay. So this will help us do that. Yeah. So, um, I mean, we believe that this is the time when we're closest to like the other realm. Um, So very connected to death and to endings. And Mm. I mean, with that comes the cycle of rebirth as well. Um, But we're really celebrating the darkness with Samhain, which is really fun. Okay, so darkness, what like, what does that entail? Hmm. Um, I mean, it can be whatever you want it to be. (laughs) Um, For me personally, I really like to look back on the year and kind of like honor those that may have passed away or Mm. um, honor the parts of myself that I've let go of. Like there's definitely been a lot of shedding this year for me. Um, So kind of just like the death of that part of myself or maybe the person that I was. Right. It's not like we'll be killing a kitten though or anything. Like not darkness. That's terrible. No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, good. Um, Okay, so... How did this start? Did you always know you had this witchy vibe to you? (laughs) Um, Kind of. (laughs) My mom was really, really encouraging of me believing in magic. And um, so when I was probably about like eight or so, we lived across the street from a bookstore. And I would go in there after school and I found the occult section <laughs> Nice. and I got really, really obsessed with it. And, um, 
I remember reading this like book about different herbs and like I bought this like Romani spell book which I still have and still use and um I like begged my mom was like can we please go to that store that sells like you know Mm. all the witchy stuff and she took me and I got like a mortar and pestle and I started making potions and bringing them to school (laughs) (laughs) um but then like kids were like that's so weird and I I stopped that and I kind of like closed off that part of myself until I was like 18 and then I lived on my own and my roommate at the time was really similar to me and that she had similar interests in in magic and witchcraft and we started doing some spells together and then I started my own practice like every day nice yeah like what is a practice a day what does that look like is it meditation or is it yeah um so I would say it was probably about like four years ago I started doing this where every morning I would after I showered I would like go to my altar okay and I set up this altar which has you know special things that are you know magical to me like oils and seashells and coins and um you know sage that kind of stuff um and I would anoint myself with oils on all the different like chakra points and I would uh I would focus on meditating either just kind of um quieting myself or I would imagine and envision like a light surrounding me kind of like protection or if I wanted to manifest something I would focus on that and then often I would um focus on honoring a goddess or just honoring something or wishing the best for someone else and Mm. um yeah so I would do that every morning and it would change and um after a while my my whole world kind of shifted it was amazing (laughs) like um you started to feel more in alignment with yourself and stuff like that or I think when I really committed to doing it every morning I was in like a very dark place um and I knew that I needed something to to kind of like pull myself out of it and um really finding that connection with myself just shifted everything yeah because you were telling me before we started that which being a witch is um a connection with nature and a connection with yourself Mm -hmm. so you are finding that totally and finding that rhythm between um nature and yourself just because for me spirituality is connection and finding that I'm part of everything and everything is part of me Mm -hmm. and it's very that's pretty much what a lot of religions or spiritualities may kind of hint at and um yeah (laughs) it's does it so like when I love manifestation we were talking about Mm -hmm. this too I love Abraham Hicks do are spells a way of manifesting would you say is that yeah yeah there's so many different spells that you can do um and there's so many great manifestation kind of spells and you can do it in spell work you can do it in um you know rituals or you know you could do a tea ceremony kind of thing um but I, I do think there is a balance between manifesting for yourself and then maybe focusing on manifesting for a more large scale. Yeah. Like recently, like manifesting for more positive energy mm-hmm. in our in our world. Yeah, because we have that 
great president and everything. Mm, such a dickhead. <laughs> um, okay, so what is like a spell made? I don't even know what really a spell is. Like, <laughs> is it? Does it always include potions or? No, I mean you can do candle magic. Uh, you can make sigils. Um, I recently got into sigil making and it's a lot of fun. Um, so that is where you you write out a phrase of something maybe that you want to manifest. Um, I think I, I wrote something a while ago that was like, I am my own hero. Mm. And I wrote it out over and over again. And then slowly you start to focus on the actual symbols in the letters. And then you break it down until you only get one symbol and then you can carry around that sigil with you and you've put all that energy into creating your own interpretation of what that means for you Mm -hmm. and um (laughs) (laughs) my cat's jumping up hi she's like this is my foray (laughs) um so you could do sigils you can you can go to the ocean you can Mm. be out in nature there's really no definitive guideline of what a spell is or isn't okay i think it's really trusting your intuition and what works for you but there's definitely lots of tools out there with um within the witchcraft realm is there like a book for beginners you recommend (laughs) um scott cunningham is a really great author that down yeah and um i think he has this book called wicca for the solitary practitioner Oh my goodness. Yes, please. <laughs> There's nothing I love more than being solitary, yeah. so this will be perfect. Um, I like post sometimes spells on my blog, which is getting like recently updated, but there's so many great resources online as well, and you can kind of sift through like Tumblr or just even mm. Google. Um, but ultimately, I think just like listening to what works for you. Yeah. What's your blog? Um, Luna Moth Magic. Luna Moth Magic. How do you spell it? Um, L-U-N-A-M-O-T-H and then M-A-G-I-C dot com. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to be on there today. You're going to be like, why do I have 40 more clicks than normal? Because I will be there 40 times trying to figure out spells. Um, Somebody just sent me my first magic book um, with like spells and potions and stuff in it. And I don't really... I don't know why, like, I don't cook, mm-hmm. so making a potion feels, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I'm just so yeah. unfamiliar with the whole mm-hmm. world that I just don't even know where to start. Do you like gardening? A little. Mm-hmm. There's a spell that I did um, not too long ago where I I got a seed and I this was like sort of a manifestation thing. I thought about what I wanted the seed to be and what I wanted to grow in my life. And then I put that in the plants and, um, then I used, um, water blended with some other magical stuff that was important to me. And every day I would like water it. And so it was like putting energy into growing something. That is so smart because our, exterior is such a mirror of our internal and so if you're doing stuff to make the exterior grow you're doing the same internally right Mm -hmm. wow okay okay 
well that's very smart <laughs> um what's your favorite potion um well right now i'm drinking a lot of nettles which is a nourishing herb and um for me this herb has this like grounding grandma energy that i really really need right now and so every morning i've been been drinking nettles and um she's been really awesome to to have as a guide (laughs) okay so what is nettles um nettles is a weed stinging nettle Oh. Um, so it's like you can easily find this in nature. You can harvest this yourself or you can order um, nettle leaf online. And um, you can use this as an infusion, um, which is like a basically a tea that you steep for a really long time. Wow. So it's a lot of work. It's actually not. Okay. What you do is you grab a handful of this herb, you put it in a mason jar, add cold water, put it in the fridge overnight. Oh. And then in the morning, strain it. And drink it throughout the day. Hey, Finn, don't do that. My cat is really getting in there with with our guest. Okay, stop. <laughs> Come here, please. Please stop. Um, I ha- okay, so, like, what's the craziest thing that's ever happened to you while practicing this? <laughs> um, I'll tell you a little ghost story from okay, when I was great. a kid. <laughs> um, so, this was, this was during a time when I wasn't practicing magic, but... I didn't really believe in ghosts until this happened. So I uh, was at a friend's house and we were baking a cake or something, just hanging out after school. And um, her mom came home and looked at this clock on the wall. And she was like, oh, Allie, I didn't notice that the clock started working again. I guess your dad must have fixed it. So she called up her husband and was like, hey, babe, thanks so much for fixing this clock. And he was like, I didn't fix anything. So we took down the clock from the wall. There were no batteries in it. And the mom was like, oh my gosh, this was, this was your grandpa's clock. He was always a trickster. He was always playing games with us. I bet he's doing that now. And so, you know, 11, 12 year old us, we're like, oh my gosh, ghost clock. (laughs) (laughs) So we put it on the table. We put our hands on it and we said, ghost clock, if you're there, move the hand to the six and it was at the 12 and it went (gasps) move to the six and we all freak out like oh my gosh this is crazy and then then we put our hands on it again and my friend was like okay grandpa if you're there move the hand to back to the 12 and it went to the nine and she was like no the 12 and it moved and then at that point we were like Okay, that's cool. We're going to leave it here. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Grandpa. <laughs> Got to go. And then we set out a little bit of tequila for him. Aww. Um, And so it was like, a, thank you for visiting us. Here's your, here's oh your tequila. Oh, my goodness. And uh, yeah, that was when I was like, oh, other spirits exist. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I got really into seances and stuff when I was younger. Mm-hmm. But nothing cool ever happened. It was just like really sad. Yeah. Me and my friends sitting by ourselves, like pushing the Ouija board, pretending that. Yes, yeah. I did the Ouija board so much when I was uh, growing up. It's so annoying. Like, why won't it just move on its own for me? <laughs> I don't know what I'm missing, but yeah. Um, so does your family accept this completely? Yeah. Uh, my mom's really open-minded and she, you know, went through many different 
explorations with her spirituality um and she is very supportive and um my dad's a little bit more traditional i was raised jewish uh so (laughs) he's oh my goodness yeah he's like what (laughs) he he will talk to me and be like okay so so I, i kind of understand but you're still jewish right and you know i explained it to him i was like you know dad like for me, this is spirituality. Religion's a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like to tell people that when when they're, you know, confused by witchcraft as well, it's like, well, I'm Christian and I can't, you know, do a spell or I can't, you know, there's, they limit themselves in their exploration of spirituality. And um, I like to just say, like, witchcraft is for every religion mm-hmm. and it's very customizable. I think. Yeah. So what's the difference between religion and spirituality to you? Because I agree. Yeah. I think one, one tries to teach you a way to live and ethics and rules and it's almost a little confining, Mm -hmm. um, especially organized religion. Um, And spirituality is more about that connection with spirit the undefinable the it's like a connection with yourself yeah 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 instead of society yeah and I mean there's spirituality and religion a hundred percent and there's so many beautiful religions and there's something to learn from from each one and um growing up my mom said this amazing thing to me she said you know there's many paths up the mountain but they all lead to the same place Mm, and I really like to live like that yeah being tolerant of others Mm -hmm. so what like because I know so little about this lifestyle that I don't even know the fun questions to ask like (laughs) what like if this was a workshop for people (laughs) wanting to explore it what would you tell them like what's Hmm. okay well Gosh, I guess I could go through like a couple ways to incorporate magic in your life. That's the question (laughs) I was just going to ask. Just kidding. Um, (laughs) So um, I suppose like sacred smoke is a really great way to shift the energy around you. Mm -hmm. And um, you can do that by burning various things like incense. You can burn sage. Um, you can burn Palo Santo, um, but with all of these things, it's good to be aware of what's like a, a plant that's a little more endangered. Like white sage is um, is one of the plants that you kind of have to be careful of in California. Like you don't have to burn the entire bundle all at once. You can burn one leaf at a time. I see. Um, so it's you know really honoring the plant yes and um so sacred smoke really helps clear the energy sage you should burn to um, clear all energy but it's important to burn something else after that yes so burning sweet grass after is really wonderful um sage and sweet grass are kind of like like an old married couple to me Mm. like one's the masculine kind of clearing and then sweet grass is like the grandma who brings in the like, cookies yeah, yeah she's gonna like you know pinch you on the cheeks and mm-hmm. give you a kiss <laughs> um I burn Palo Santo pretty much every morning and I run out of it like crazy I know I <laughs> it's and it's like 
once you burn it, it doesn't really light again. Does that mean it's done? <laughs> I think you just have to like try to burn it. More. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I guess when it comes to um, plants and herbalism and teas and all that kind of stuff, um, really sitting down and getting to know what you're drinking. Um, so if you drink a chamomile tea, you know, really like sit and smell it and taste it and really take your time with it and honor it as well. Just like, hey, thank you for sharing your energy with me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so tea, smoke. <laughs> I can do those too. Good combo. Um, I really like candle magic as well. I make my own candles. Um, there are lots of different colored candles that can correlate with different kinds of things you want to manifest or let go of. Um, like for Samhain, burning a black candle, obviously, mm. for death and... Um, for endings um focusing on the flame can be really powerful it really is tying into all the different elements so like what i just described is smoke represents air fire is just another one of the elements and then drinking something is honoring um you know the element of water and the different kinds of flows in our life um and um, going outside, being with the earth, that's another element. Um, so just connection with nature, calling in the yeah, elements. Yeah, it sounds like, you, like you're like you really conscious about, like it sounds like this style of life makes you consider everything that you're doing in a more meaningful way. It's not just an unconscious, like, da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> Is yeah, that? I suppose, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that because I'm just like, going through life sucking things down and (laughs) walking through I don't know what earth and not noticing so yeah I like to think of being more mindful of it and serving a purpose Mm -hmm. too it ties into the connection thing like how how intimate are you with the things in your house like how intimate are you with the grass that's outside your door like do you ever stand outside barefoot Mm. like it's kind of nice to just really be connected with with what's around you Mm -hmm. because it's because it's like everything is exactly the way it is for a reason so look what's like what's right in front of you and yeah engage with that Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I it's exactly the opposite of how I feel like American society teaches us to be which is like get away from everything that's current and get to something better 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 yeah yeah I like that I think there's a hunger for um a more intimate life Mm. a more connection it's not maybe not being talked about but we we do spend a lot of time seeking connection on our phones and it's very easy to not be aware of your surroundings and I'm the same way I'm you know on social media and all of this stuff but it's really important I think for you know a witch or not just to take a step back and and really just kind of take everything in mm-hmm. so do so you're you're like like anybody can do this it doesn't matter what yeah. religion you are it doesn't matter how little you know it's mm-hmm. just 
you can start cultivating this intimacy and this connection with yourself and the earth immediately. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's really just listening to your intuition. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my intuition has definitely been leading me towards witchy stuff. I was Mm -hmm. telling you, um, it just feel, I, I think it just feels so daunting sometimes whenever you're interested in something new <laughs> and you don't even know where to start. But do you like, do you like crystals and all of that? Oh yeah. You I do. Love okay. What's your favorite crystal? Oh man. It depends on what I'm feeling. <laughs> right. True. Um, I have a soft spot for Labradorite. What's that? Labradorite. Um, it's almost like iridescent. It's like a dark gray it can kind of change colors it's really good for transformation and personal strength Ooh, Um, i need that yeah yeah citrine's awesome which is fantastic for creativity it's got this like nice orange color um last night i was like hanging out with um i have this crystal called snakeskin agate and well, that sounds awesome. <laughs> it's one of the craziest crystals because it looks like a frosted flake. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's really fun. <laughs> and what does that one do? Um, honestly, I'm I'm thinking it's just for positive energy, but that's really what I'm getting from it right now. I'm sure there's many different other things. Yeah. Um, but for me it was just kind of like a Huh. Huh, a little frosted little jolt of yeah. joy. <laughs> so your boyfriend is here with us right now. Yeah. Is he is he into all of this as well? Yeah. He is. That's good. <laughs> you kind of have to find somebody who is because mm-hmm. I've just dated guys who are like, I hate it. And I'm like, cool. Yeah. I'm gonna, you know, be a little embarrassing, but like one of the other witchy things that I really enjoy and advocate for is sex magic. Ooh, tell us everything. <laughs> um so also customizable um what i do with sex magic is like create a a safe space so cast a circle um which is like a witchy term for you know using sage or creating just kind of like a safe environment for your practice okay and then um you know if you want to incorporate crystals or potions if you want to do candle magic with that as well um and then deciding on a shared intention so oh like like we're gonna focus on manifesting this or really focusing our energy both of us on this and then um you know having sex (laughs) (laughs) okay that is way different than the porn sex I've been forced to be having with guys for the last 10 years um I really like this so is it tantric at all no I don't know tantric I don't either aware of like that kind of stuff but I'd love to learn about it someday I just met this really cool woman who I think teaches it so we yeah I know I know I think I have her card somewhere she's (laughs) really cool I, that's something I want to learn about too but there's just so much I want to learn about yeah. I'm sure you're in the same spot it's yeah like, yeah which is so exciting there's it's so, so exciting yeah. every day can be full of <laughs> complete discoveries because we're not even touching the like surface of all we can yeah. learn so I, I love it um do you teach did I see you teaching a class on sex magic or did I make that up? Um, well, I hope you're looking into the future because <laughs> that would be a really fun class. 
<laughs> yeah, like because they teach ton like tantric mm-hmm. classes. Yeah, yeah, that well, would be awesome. <laughs> I'd love to teach a class like that. I think it's really fun. <laughs> yeah, and it's bringing a sense of um, companionship to couples that I think has gotten lost because I don't even I've never even heard of that and it just seems like wow duh that's what you should be doing (laughs) but I feel like if you're with a guy who's like this is weird then you really can't yeah I'm really lucky that I have such an open-minded partner Mm -hmm. how did you find him (laughs) (laughs) um we we have a shared interest oh and so we met through that okay cool very mysterious we can we'll all (laughs) have our own yeah that's for another podcast we'll have our guesses um and so then you guys started dating and you realized that you're both into this and it was like cool I think on our first date I was like I'm just really witchy Mm -hmm. and he was like that's amazing I love that and so I put it all on the table, I suppose. <laughs> I'm just really witchy. That's I need that on a t-shirt. That's a perfect. Yeah. I'm just really witchy. So can you look at people and be like, oh, they have a little witch in them and they don't know it. Can you see that in people? Um, I don't know if I've ever thought that, but I will say that I tend to draw in people that are witchy. Mm. Like without even realizing it, I would say that 70% of my friends are also witches and identify as that. And some of them really didn't discover that until like four or five years into our friendship. And it was like, oh, you've been doing this too? I have all these crystals. No way. Let's do it together now. And yeah, so I'm really lucky that I have like a a coven. but I suppose sometimes like I'll meet people and I can sense that they have like a really good energy around them. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Yeah. It can, and can you sense bad energies too? Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. <laughs> that's the strengthening your intuition thing, mm. you know? So like just trusting your mm-hmm. gut instinct. Yeah. Do you ever have moments where you're like, ah, oh, shit, I should have trusted it. Or at this point you just know. All the time. Really? Yeah. You still, yeah. yeah Cause yeah. you know, you're human. It's like, arguing with the parents kind of like but I don't wanna Mm -hmm. right (laughs) right maybe it's not that yeah because (laughs) it seems like your intuition sometimes well my intuition always is always giving me the most boring option and I'm like (laughs) no I want to do this I promise it's okay and my intuition is like it's not put on a face mask and go to bed and I'm like no and then the next day I'm like damn it darn should have listened yeah fucking intuition it's always right but there's something to experimenting and trying what's wrong too. That's true. I've definitely done my fair share of that. <laughs> I think we all have. <laughs> um, is there anything else we need to know about this? Because it's so interesting. Mm-hmm. I, are you going to write a book? <laughs> um, maybe. I personally have a grimoire. So I've been working on that. Um, what's that? Uh, that's like my own book of shadows. Oh. So my own spell book of like spells that I do and what works for me. And it's called a grimoire? 
And, yes. and okay, so every witch should have yeah. one and it's your own personal mm-hmm. and like you make them up kind of like this is my grandmother's recipe. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Cool. And what kind of book do you keep that in? I got this really rad one that's like leather and has this like blue stone on it. Whoa. It's very old school and I'm happy about Wow. It. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you might someday make a book out of that maybe. I'd love that. Yeah. Do it. Self-publish it. <laughs> Yay. I'd buy it. Okay, perfect. I'm, I'm in. <laughs> one sale. <laughs> <laughs> one one Amazon sale down the hatch. Um, is there anything else I'm missing? Is there anything else that's fun to share? Hmm. Let me think. Um, well, I guess for Samhain, mm-hmm. maybe just... What I would say is, like, if anybody is listening and wants to try, like, a Samhain ritual, um, I would set up an altar and have something, like, write down something that you want to let go of, um, somebody or something that you want to honor that has left this year. Um, You can light a candle, whether it be black or any color you'd like. And it's really important to kind of like decorate and honor your altar as well. So any sort of like harvest style vegetables, squash, pumpkins, um, flowers like marigolds. Marigolds are really important because they're not important. They represent the death birth cycle. Okay. Um, And they're really pretty. So I think anybody can try like a Samhain ritual and kind of listen to what feels good for them and so they would make their altar Mm -hmm. sage it um then put what what kind of grass did you say green sweet grass sweet grass (laughs) green grass wow um and then they could look up online or something like a specific or do you what should they do just is there words is there there could be words there could be no words um something as simple as like i honor those that have come into my life and I honor those that have left I honor the parts of myself that I let go of Um, something along those lines that are true to you beautiful have you ever had any luck or seen anyone have luck can you cast a spell to have someone fall in love with you (laughs) no no (laughs) well here's what I think about that Um, you can't do spells on people okay uh, you can, you can, you can do pretty much any spell that is on a person, but it's gonna, it's not gonna have the effect that you want. And right. It's also important to keep in mind that what you do a spell for could come back threefold. Um, you oh. know, if you do like a negative spell, it's not good because it'll come back to you. Um, but doing a love spell on a specific person just really doesn't work. Um, what I do for love spells and I've made a lot of love spells and love spell candles for people it's like the most popular thing um is just like a general love but it begins with self-love right because if you don't have that foundation the the love that you seek isn't really gonna come (laughs) right so it's more of just a general like more love more love in the world more love for myself and then from that energy maybe I'll meet somebody yeah I did a love spell before I met my boyfriend um, and I like got an apple and I cut it up and then I set up my altar and then 
this was probably six months before I met him. What I did was um, I cast my circle. I had the apple set out and I vocalized what I wanted in a partner. And so I'd, I'd say out loud, I want someone who's kind. And then I would take a bite of the apple. Mm. And so I said all these things that I wanted in a partner. And then I said what I wanted to give to my partner. So like I'd want to be there for support. I'd want to, you know, and so that's, kind of like again putting the energy out into the universe and when the time comes when it's appropriate when you're ready for it Mm. it will happen wow wow I really like that (laughs) so did you take when you say what you want to give to the person would you take a bite of the apple then too Mm because I want to do that okay okay so then bite bite of this apple for both okay Mm -hmm. great um also using roses in any sort of love spell is amazing. I think I had like rose petals surrounding my, mm. my circle. Yeah, I just, I remember working with these people. Well, I worked with this guy once and he ended up falling in love with another girl we worked with and mm. leaving his wife for her. Wow. And I remember his wife had a blog post about it because she was a witch and she was just like, I drew in this perfect man with a spell um and I guess I I forgot how she put it but it was like you can't do that like it it ends at some point or whatever and she came to like a conclusion on her own Mm -hmm. journey um but I was like oh that's so sad it's really sad isn't it I was like I mean I mean tying back into Samhain like what's meant to leave will leave mm. and you have to like let go of it oh man you're right <laughs> you're right oh so much easier like mm-hmm. um because letting it die and letting it actually go is the only way to get new things to mm-hmm. be born within us is that yeah yeah because like our psyche can't really release new things until the old stuff is cleaned out Mm -hmm. it's so weird when I when I realize I'm letting go of something really I'll start having new dreams I'll start like literally at night beautiful yeah my dreams will shift it's just like Mm -hmm. our brains are like a tunnel that we need to clear I think and so this sounds like the perfect way to do it I'd never heard of this before and I'm really excited about it should everybody do it on the 29th or is that just when the workshop is? Oh, that's is? just when the workshop okay. is. I think Sal wins on the 31st. Oh, okay. So it's... It ties in with the moon. I'd have to look Okay. <laughs> oh, that's another question I have for you. What's your moon rituals? What's your... Oh, man. I love... I always do things in tune with the moon. Um, new moon, obviously, is the best time to set new patterns um try to bring new things into your life um and then waning is a great time for banishing spells like if you have a bad habit Mm. um, because that's when the moon you know wanes and um so it's like i want to quit smoking or whatever you can do a spell for that um waxing it's the same it's growing so if you want something to grow develop oh that's a good time for that kind of spell and then full moon is of just the time of like power right full witch power is the full moon and you can really do any spell in the full moon but I also like to have that be a time for reflection okay kind of looking at 
the moon cycle that we just went through and just being like hmm okay cool Mm -hmm. here I am now and this is where I stand do you journal a lot like do you kind of take notes of what's going on so then you can look at it at the end of the full moon and be like I should more (laughs) (laughs) yeah but you try Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's such a like I don't know if you look I did it once and I was just like, oh my gosh, things are getting like, it really follows a pattern. And I know, I mean, sorry, your boyfriend's sitting right here, but I know my period for sure follows it. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Yeah, I'm leaving. (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy. It's Mm -hmm. like so on cycle. It's so on point with it. So I'm like, it's weird. (laughs) It's really cool. Women are very connected with the moon. Mm hmm. Why? Um, the moon is a watery kind I mean the tide is influenced by the moon Mm -hmm. and if you think about blood flow women the flow of a woman is her period and that's tied with the moon as well it's the 28 day cycle Mm -hmm. that's the cycle of the moon and of the period as well so I've done spell work using that as well and I think that's really powerful should we be like living our lives on a 28 day (laughs) kind of like thing maybe do you do you do that (laughs) um I mean I guess I have to like follow the the calendar that (laughs) everyone follows Um. but I'm very aware of like when the new moon's coming and when the full moon's happening um you can also tell like lots of crazier kind of stuff happens mm-hmm. around the full moon. Do you get together with um girls and yeah. for new moon and full moon or um I've done both. Better success on new moon. Okay. Like setting setting intentions with friends. It's a more like social well, thing kind of. Yeah, I mean both are fun. Yeah. Both are fun. So, uh, but I can see where the full moon would be like, be by yourself, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I get that. So, tell us again where your workshop is going to be held. Uh, my workshop is at Almost Gallery, which is A L L M O S T, and that's on La Brea. I can't wait Yay. to come to this. <laughs> so I really can't. I'm going to bring all my friends. <laughs> I'm going to make Annabelle come, who's the girl I host the other podcast Yay. with. And, um, <laughs> We're going to be there and I cannot wait. And I feel like I know more about the subject than I ever have before. And Amanda, one of my Instagram friends sent me this great book on being a witch and spells and I love it and I'm reading it, but this just makes it all feel a little bit more doable. So thank you so much for being with us. Um, And I hope I will see you on the 29th. Perfect. Okay. Bye, honey. This is what you got to do. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.